Hey guys, it is Coach Keisha. I'm super excited about this podcast journey. It has been a long time coming. A lot of people have asked me, are you going to have one? Do you have one? When are you going to start it? So here we are. I was kind of going to do this entire episode about just who who am I and what a mint is. But I decided just to put it in 30 seconds and then just do my thing. So um, emit is empowerment, motivation, inspiration, and transformation. The T can sometimes be traded out for transparency because that's what this is. It's transparent. It's raw. It's just kind of what I do and who I am. And it's pretty much um, a bunch of the lessons that I've learned um, that I've come across, uh, the problems that I've come across with my clients all over six years of coaching, um, even more years of mentoring, being a mom, being a daughter, being a sister, being a friend. Um, Yeah, we're just going (laughs) to We're going to learn some lessons and we're going to grow through life together. So I'm excited. So me and God had this conversation before the new year. Um, A lot of me telling him, I don't understand why things work out. And then him telling me about myself um, and bringing some things to light. (laughs) But nonetheless, um, I couldn't understand why I make a goal and I'm like the energizer bunny the first week, the first two, three weeks. Like I'm go, go, go. I have all the ideas. I have it all laid out. I know how I'm going to, you know, maneuver everything. And then for some reason, after a while, I get burnt out. I get burnt out or I um, just kind of lose, you know, uh, hope in the idea or hope in the vision or hope in the goal. And I just couldn't understand like that was just me, right? I would talk to my son's father and I would say, um, I have this great business idea. And at first I never understood how he, I mean, he always was kind of like, okay, you have a lot of great ideas, but what are you going to do about it? And I used to be like, um, sir, <laughs> you're supposed to be believing in me. Like, why are you? And he's like, no, I've just watched you have a lot of great ideas. And the follow through is not where it's supposed to be. And you know how sometimes we don't like hearing about ourselves, right? So I used to be like, okay, no, it's just this didn't work out. And this didn't work out. And this didn't work out. And God revealed something to me. Um, <laughs> and it's so simple, but it was so profound to me. And I think I share. I believe I shared it with my son's father. And God said, you keep making excuses for yourself. You make excuses on why you, why you can't get to where you got to go. And I'm thinking like, no, it's not excuses if it's a reason. You know, I don't know how y'all talk to God, but yeah, I know God's got to be sick of me sometimes. But no, seriously, I said, it's not excuses if it's a reason like you know, I don't make excuses for myself because this happened and this happened. And I didn't have money and I didn't have this and I didn't have that. And I had to do this and I had to do that. And I had to sit back and realize that I do. Right. And one of the promises I made to God is that 2022 is a year of no excuses. Um, I think so many times we have these visions that we can see so clear. I mean, just crystal clear like oh it's just there it's just we just got to get there it's just a couple steps and then we wonder why a week two three weeks later a couple months later we there's no elevation there's no movement on the project or the vision there's no fruition of the vision and I think we have to get to a place where we just stop making excuses to ourselves and for ourselves and get real with ourselves right Um, we cannot be putting the blame and the faults on everyone else and everything else. And I had to realize that, you know, I, oh, I didn't have enough money for this and I didn't have enough money for that. And God's like, 
there are so many resources you have. You don't need money to be successful, like to get to to success. And that's, I know there's a lot of facets of that statement, but in the general sense, um, even when uh, we have social media, you know, we have the internet, we have word of mouth, we have all these different things that we can kind of utilize to get to where we need to go. Um, it's just even simple as in, um, recently I said I wanted to start, um, a drink business and a couple months ago I kind of thought about it, but then I said, well, who's going to buy my drink and nobody's going to know. And and I just had all these, like, I don't know how to price it. And I mean, I had a list of excuses and I remember praying to God. I said, God, I pray that you remove the excuses out of my mouth. God, I pray that you remove the complaining out of my mouth. And slowly but surely, there was just, it it was like, there was problems and then there were solutions, you know, and, um, which I'll be launching soon, probably on my daughter's birthday, but yeah, so there's problems and solutions. And I think that we have to get to that place of, I don't care what's in my way. I don't care what opposition there is. I'm going to get to where I got to go, you know? Another thing I think we do a lot is let people tell us what is possible and what is not possible. We let people tell us what we are made for and what we're not made for. We let people tell us, like, what we're called to do and where we're supposed to go. And we forget that people don't have that say. You know, people can have an opinion, but that's exactly what it is. It's an opinion. It's not a fact. I've had so many people tell me that I dream too big. I've had so many people tell me like, like if when I tell them that this is where I want to go in life, they just remind me of all the circumstances in my life. They remind me of how many kids I have. They remind me of, you know, which class I'm in as far as middle class, high class, upper class, you know, and even they remind me of my skin color or where I'm from. And I'm just like, I truly believe that with with God, all things are possible because you hear of all these people who from rags to riches, right? Um, you hear a lot of those stories, people who used to have nothing. And now look at them. They have everything They're you know, or, you know, every, you know, in the sense of the word. But we have to stop letting people, the wrong people in our ear. You know, we have to surround ourselves with people who believe in us just as, you know, and, and maybe they won't see the vision as clear as you do and that's okay because it's your vision it's not their vision so sometimes people may not see it as clear but don't let people in your ear saying that that's not what it's supposed to be that's not where you're supposed to go that's not who you are you know I have heard someone say to someone else um they're like yeah I I said they said you know God is really pushing me to start a ministry and they and the person laughed like and it was somebody who I guess they deemed as a friend because I mean I've seen them around each other a lot and they laughed and they were like you yeah right okay you know that like pretty much saying that's a pipe dream and I remember you know turning to the person and I said if you and God (laughs) have had that that talk if you guys have had that conversation and you believe God has called you to do it walk in his will walk in his purpose you know for your life and I truly believe that because sometimes we get discouraged and we get discouraged because we let other people discourage us. Like, you know what I'm saying? We let people, people say in our ear, people who are even just where we are, or maybe not even where we are 
at all in the first place. We let their negativity pierce our ears. And I know it's easier said than done when it's your mom, your sister, your brother, your dad, you know, and once again, transparency. Um, my mom uh, kind of saw things only one way. She I'm adopted. So her son's she has a son that's a doctor, a lawyer, and then a computer technician. So here she adopts this little girl, and this little girl tells her when she's eight years old, I want to be an actress. That's all I want to do. I just want to act. And at that time, you know, I was doing church plays, but my mom is like, that's for, you do that in church. Like, you do that in school. And I remember she spoke to me, and she said, how many, like, you know, just giving me statistics of how many black girls make it, and oh, come on, like, out of all the people, they're going to pick you. And, and, it, and it really, really discouraged me. And I did acting all the way into my adult years. Um, and then once I had children, I kind of gave it up anyway. And then, you know, my mom also reminded me, you have children, like, what are you gonna, when are you going to be doing this? And how are you going to have time to do that? And because of who she is to me, I think that's what made me kind of give it up or kind of say, you know what, uh, I'll just focus on the kids, you know, um, forget my acting dream. It's that, you know, it's, it's about, it's about them now. Um, and I think we have to get out of that. We have to let, we have to stop letting people walk all over us, be negative to us just because of the title they have. A title doesn't give you permission to discourage me. A title does not give you permission to shoot down my dreams. A title does not give you permission to speak negativity to me. The power of life and death is in the tongue. And I truly believe that. You know, I, I truly believe that. And that's, you know, that's um, <laughs> that's my next point. But I think we just have to get out of letting people talk to us any type of way just because of who they are to us. And that brings me to my next point. The power of life and death is in the tongue. That's in the Bible. I truly believe in the way we speak things is a direct correlation on how things turn out. Um, and that, and this doesn't even have to go with the whole resolution thing, goals or vision. It, ha- it can apply to every area of your life. I wish someone told me this when I was younger. You know, I would see something go south and instead of like saying, you know what? Nope. Uh, uh-uh. you know, that's going to turn around. This situation is going to turn around. I'd be like, I don't know how are we going to do this. I don't know how this is going to get done. Oh, this is just terrible. You know what? I'm so tired of going through stuff. I'm so tired of this crap. You know, some of us may say other words, but, you know, I'm going <laughs> to. But. I just think that if I once once you start speaking life, even if you don't believe it, because the Bible also says speak things as though they are, you know, we hear in the, in the like in regular life, speak it until you believe it, say it like you mean it. And sometimes you got to do that until it turns around, do it until you feel something change, something push. Let me tell you something. And this is a real true story. Um, there was one day that I was a particular day after um, the father of my girls kind of uh, we broke up and he left and you know we were in Georgia he went back to Jersey and it was one of the lowest points I think I felt at that point uh, that was one of the lowest points I felt because I'm like here I am with these children and he just left me like it didn't even matter 
Like, I didn't even matter. And I felt like, wow, like, when will I be good enough? I just wasn't good enough. Years of being with him and having being cheated on, I was like, maybe I'm just nothing. Maybe I deserve this. And and I remember kind of getting a grip of myself. And I looked in the mirror and I said, I am enough. And I didn't believe I was just like, okay, this is stupid. I am enough. Okay. This is really stupid. Oh my gosh. And, and this crazy thing is I used to tell the young girls, it's like, listen, sometimes you got to look in the mirror. You got to speak life into yourself. And I'm like, and I remember thinking to myself, why did I tell anybody to do this? This is so stupid. Oh my gosh. I am enough. I am enough. And I said, okay, Keisha, do exactly the, carry the instructions out that you tell other people. So I remember saying, you know, you stand firm, you look in the mirror and you look, look at yourself in the mirror. And you say it over and over again until you believe it. And I promise you guys, I was, I said it about 20 times and then something broke, something shifted. And I said, I am enough. I am enough. And I started breaking down. I cried and I was just in tears. I am enough. I am enough. And I, I mean, I I don't know. I, I had to say this thing countless times. I'm just over and over saying it. And at this point, it had to be way more than 20. And then I, I kind of took a deep breath, wiped my face, and I and I because I was because um, well when we, when we uh, separated I was pregnant with my youngest daughter, and when, that's when he left, and I said okay, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm I'm gonna be okay, and I promise you guys, even though it sounds silly, even though you may not want to do it sometimes, and I'm talking about men, women, older, younger. I don't care who you are. The, you have to speak things as though they are. You speak life. Even if you feel like a situation is dead, you speak life into that situation. And I'm telling you, things will start to turn around. Um, even the way I pray has changed because power of life and death is in the tongue, right? I'm not going to lie to you. Let me tell you something. I don't know how y'all talk to y'all God. <laughs> but the way I talk to my father, sometimes I just be like, man, God, I'm so frustrated. I'm so mad. I'm so, you know, and I talk real. And there are times when he's silent and there's times when I hear from him. But I notice that when I change the way I pray, it's way more effective. Like instead of me sitting there complaining to God, I how I pray is, God, it don't look the best right now, but I thank you anyway. God, I may not have this, but I'm grateful for that. You know, and I... The power of life and death is in the tongue. You know, I had um, a prophecy told to me years ago. And then a couple of years after that um, was told to me by somebody else. So this prophecy um, concerned, you know, financial wealth and generational wealth. And I remember saying, God, oh, how? Where is it going to come from? Because <laughs> and when is it coming? You know? And I remember telling myself um, just last year, I said, I'm going to be a millionaire. And I told it to the wrong person. You know, let's let's stop, you know, letting the wrong people in. Right. And they're like, girl, bye. Everybody wants to be a millionaire. Come on now. What's going to make you be a millionaire? And I remember saying to myself for for a split second, dang, you're right. Am I shooting? Am I kind of shooting for the stars? Maybe I'm shooting for the stars. And then I quickly said, uh-uh, mm-mm, nope. 
Because all things are possible through Christ who strengthens me. All things are possible. If it's in his will, it's going to happen. And so now I speak things as though they are. God, I know I will have financial wealth. God, I know that I will have generational wealth. God, I thank you in advance for generational generational wealth. God, I thank you in advance for when I, I know when I leave this earth, my children will be taken care of. And sometimes you got to you got to thank him in advance for the thing that's coming. God, I thank you in advance that my marriage will be restored. God, I thank you in advance that, you know, um, that I will be healed from my trauma. God, I thank you in advance that I don't know how this bill going to be paid, but I know you're going to provide for it. God, I thank you in advance for my peace to be restored. God, I thank you in advance that my joy will be restored. God, I thank you in advance that my ministry will flourish. God, I thank you in advance that you will use me. God, I thank you in advance that my children will act a little bit better. <laughs> God, I think I'm telling you it. I'm telling you the power of life and death is in the tongue. So sometimes I feel like we don't affirm ourselves enough. We don't speak life into ourselves enough, you know, and sometimes people may think, hey, it's a silly thing to stand in front of a mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am handsome. I am this. I am that. But to some people, that is what is life changing. That changes their mindset. And I feel like if you can speak positivity, if you can be more positive in life, that's what helps you be more productive in life. It helps you want more for yourself in life, right? Because I know for me, when I was in those bouts of negativity and I had those little tiny moments where it's just like, ugh, you know, just ugh. You wake up and it's just like, ugh, just, you feel gray. Like, I feel like, I, or I tell people, um, I feel like warm jello. And if you guys know what warm jello looks or tastes like, yeah, it's disgusting. Um, but, um, and I would say that, right? And to some people, like, when you when you feel that negativity, it's just heavy. You don't want to fold clothes. You don't want to go down the street. You don't want to go to the store. You don't want to cook. You just wake up like, oh, like, I just want this day to be over, you know? And, um, you know, as my daughter would say, when she has her moments, she's like, I feel like a blob, you know, like, (laughs) and that heaviness, it just weighs on you. So you have to counteract that heaviness with lightness, positivity, you know? Um, and I always look at it, you know, somebody had said something to me, like, you know, the Bible says that you're made in God's image. So are you trying to say God's ugly? Like, no. Okay. So you're not either. You know, and, I, and it may be a silly way to look at it, but it kind of helped. It helped me, actually. It, no, it did. It, I would say kind of. It really did. You know, um, oh, the Bible says that you can do all things through Christ. You know, are you trying to say he a liar? Like, no, he's not. But So, you know, it's simple things like that. And to some people, their affirmation may be I'm beautiful. And that's what they need. That's what they need, that positivity to counteract because they're calling themselves ugly. To some people, it may be I am enough. I am enough, you know, and that could mean a a, a plethora of things. As in um, one of my clients, I kept, you know, we had to kind of get her to that confidence that she's enough. Her personality, who she is, her purpose, her everything, her light, her aura is enough. It That's enough. You don't have to automatically give yourself to that person and think that that's what, you know, carries it on, you know. Um, to some people, may, the one of the affirmations that she had to say to herself for a couple of months before we kind of had the change in mindset was, um, even though someone was incapable of loving me correctly, does not mean that love is not in the cards, does not mean that love is not in the cards for me. 
So she kept saying that people mishandled her and people wasn't capable of loving her. So she just thought like love just isn't real for her and love, you know, and of course that's that self work, right? You know, it's a whole nother, whole nother topic. Sometimes you need to stay in that singleness and stay by yourself, work on yourself and then worry about love. But the affirmation for her was that love can be possible for her, even if, you know, it hasn't been so kind to her in the past. You know, another person's affirmation may be, um, I am consistent because they're not. So you have to speak that and they have to work towards it um, because now faith without works is dead. So you can have faith that the affirmations will come true, but you got to do the work behind it. Amen. Okay. so um, so we need to speak things and have actions behind it. Okay, that's a word by itself. But um, I just, I really believe that we need to speak life into ourselves, speak positivity into ourselves because that's where it starts. It doesn't matter how many, how many times have we had people in our lives that we look at them and they don't believe in themselves. And we're like, no, you're amazing. You're dope. You're awesome. You're this, you're that, you're gifted, you're purposed, you're anointed, and they don't see it. So it doesn't matter how many people tell you, who you are, what you are, how amazing you are, what you can do, what they see you doing. If you don't believe it yourself, you will never get there because you. it starts with you. It starts with you. So if you put yourself down, it doesn't... Because even if even it goes to... Um, it goes to people who have talent. How many times do we see people with talent and we're like, yo, you don't know how much talent you have. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Oh, because, you know... Uh, so-and-so is better than me or so-and-so and this is another thing and I'm just going to put a pin in it after I say it it does not it does not matter how many people are saturated in your industry I don't care if it's singing photography um bake baking cooking and um I'm only saying baking because one of my clients was like there's so many people that's making cakes and cookies nobody is you there's only one you so it doesn't matter how many people's in your industry. Don't don't speak negativity to yourself saying, oh, well, there's too many people or what's making me so special. No, you are special. You will stand out. So it could be a thousand other bakers or photographers or singers, but they're not going to reach the people that you're going to reach. They're not because you're, everyone's called to their own purpose and their own, you know, their own people or their own their own path. Right. So that doesn't mean everybody's all thousand people that's in your industry is going to walk down the path you are meant to already. God already paved the way for you. So speak life into yourself and say, you know what? I do stand out. I am special. I will make it. I will be successful. You know, um, I I constantly speak to myself. God, I know that the Bible says that my gifts will make room for me. And I know that they will. God, and I even say, you know, God, thank you for um, the rooms that I've never stepped foot in. But you put my name there. You know, I'm telling you guys, oh, man, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You guys have to get a hold of this thing. It's so important because that's what everything starts with. Because you can't make goals. You can't make resolutions. You can't make, you know, you can't say you have a vision if you don't know how to speak life into that vision. If you don't have, if you don't have to speak life into yourself to be able to give yourself the endurance, the perseverance to, you know, to, to go the, uh, to, to carry out the goals to carry out the vision um you know and I always say like you got you got to believe in yourself first you got to speak life into yourself first and then 
that's because if it doesn't matter who's going to say it to you. If you don't believe it, it means nothing to you. I mean, God, listen, God gave us a whole word that speaks about who we are, that we are the head and not the tail. You know what I'm saying? We, he says that we are made in his image. He says that he wants us to have life abundantly. So he he has a whole book just laid out of things that and there's this multiple things a multiplicity of things that explain who we are so even though god is telling us who we are if we don't believe it you get my drift so i just think that we need to learn to speak life into ourselves the last point i wanted to make today was um that vision that you're carrying that purpose that you're birthing You don't know, you have no idea what it's, what's to come after it. You know what I mean? When I say that, I'm saying that you have no idea who's watching you. You have no idea who is, um, who needs that inspiration from whatever goal you're trying to achieve or whatever vision you're trying to carry out, whether it's a ministry, whether it's, um, opening up a, a school, whether it's losing weight, whether it's as simply as, wow, they went through this devastating trauma and I just need you know and and seeing you get through that trauma just coming out on the other side healthy and healed is going to motivate them and they're going to get through it you know um and I'll use this example when my son passed um last year I didn't think that I'd be here today I didn't know how I would be able to handle the pain and it's still very it's still very painful. It's definitely definitely still a process. Um <laughs> I have some really bad days and then I have, you know, um days that I'm at peace. But one of the things that I think um that I know helped me the most, um my best friend um her cousin went through it. The same thing I went through and shockingly and unfortunate very similar very similar details and even down to the details and how everything kind of played out um and I remember thinking oh my gosh she is really strong and I remember thinking wow like she she got through that and she's able to talk about it because I remember I'm on the phone like crying and barely being able to talk and I remember as soon as I got the phone I cried for another hour and then I spoke to someone else in my life who I actually I remember vaguely them going through it and I remember feeling like this person was so strong in the faith and to hear that they went through the similar feelings that I went through and this person, you know, used to be one of my um, youth ministers, godmother to one, um, to a couple of my children. So, you know, I, I, I value her, um, her strength and her story and the fact that she even wanted to share what she went through with me. And it was crazy to think that this is someone who I thought was like, I mean, not, not that I thought, I'm sorry, that I think is a giant in the faith. Right. And I just thought that she would have had it all together like I thought that she would have been like oh you know it's God's whatever God's will like and I the fact that she went through the same exact emotions and she got through them and she's now at a place of peace and healing and a place of I don't understand God's plan but I praise him nonetheless I'm grateful for my child nonetheless and I'm like I want to be there (laughs) 
You know what I mean? I want to get to that place because this place is devastating. But watching those two women, um, and I have thanked them over and over, um, they were crucial in um, me getting through the first uh, very, very hard for me six months. Um, And like I said, it's still a process. But watching them, knowing what they went through, listening, just even listening to their story, it, it... I wouldn't have made it without that. And 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 that's and that's a, that's a real statement. I wouldn't have made it without that. There was I remember there's one time I was feeling particularly like low. I mean like to the ground. And I remember calling my best friend's cousin. And I, and I think it was like I think it was like late at night or something like that. It was I had to be like 3 maybe 2 3 in the morning and I didn't think she was even going to answer. And she's like, oh, my God, like something kind of kept me up. And we talk and we talk and I tell her what I'm going through. And we talk for about 30 minutes to an hour. And and then by the end of the hour, I felt rejuvenated. And I say that to say this. Sometimes it doesn't have to be this grand thing that people are watching you for. That's going to save their life. Some things it's it can be just simply just you going through your life. It can be just simply watching someone, you know, or someone watching you, I'm sorry, that, that, that sees that you don't give up, that sees that you that, that there's joy on the other side of a certain pain. And there's no way that they, I'm pretty sure that they could ever fathom or imagine that, you know, that I would have went through that and needed them in that moment, you know. Um, but the point is, you don't know who's watching you. It's even someone who I know who has had a similar past as I have. And they are now um, preaching and, and, and maybe even kind of some more some um, publicized of their past. You know, maybe some of mine hasn't been and some is just like between me and God. But even watching them and they're, they have a ministry and they're really, really being used by God and really helping bring people to the kingdom. And, and they're they're effective in the kingdom. Even something as simple as that has helped me in my journey. Like, okay, because I used to think, like, God can't use me. I'm just, you know, this and I'm just that. And blah, blah, blah. and just, just to even watch someone be used by God, it's like, oh, that's motivating. That's inspiring. And sometimes it just takes you carrying out your purpose and your gift and your talent and your vision and your goals, and you're going to save someone's life. You're going to inspire someone's life. You're going to motivate someone's life. You're going to say, you're going to transform someone's life. Someone is going to say, because of this person, because of Bob, because of John, because of um, anybody. <laughs> I'll just start naming names, but not, let me not do that. But because of these people, because of this person, I know that I can too go on. I know that God can still use me. I know that it is still possible for me to have to be a millionaire, even though I came from nothing. I know that's still possible for me to be used by God, even though I have children or that I have children at a wedlock or that I've been married three times. I know that it's still possible for me to be healed, even though I've had trauma after trauma after trauma because I watched these people. So just keep going forth. Let's change our thought process this year. (laughs) Let's change the way we speak. And let's just get it done. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, I do hope that you guys enjoyed it. I am so excited about some of the topics that we have. Um, Next week, I believe it is 
um, should paternity tests be mandatory at birth and talking about child support. So we're going to talk about it all on a mitt, I'm telling you, and also got some special guests coming up, which I'm super excited about. My friends are super supportive and super amazing, and I can't wait to share them with you. So once again, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you got this far and really listened to me talk this long, thank you so much. And let me know what you think. I would love to hear what you guys think.